Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 295. And wow, we're kicking things off by already having um, miscues and misfires. That's my fault, my bad. I'm going to have to go back and redo the intro and just extend that opening theme to buy me a little bit more time. <laughs> we are, it's, this is Anime Jam Session. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Rambes. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And we are back after a pretty much a four-week break. Yeah, we kind of had to, you know, celebrate the holidays in our own ways, kind of relax, chill, enjoy what it feels like to actually not do shit on a Tuesday night, you know? It was actually kind of nice. It, it really was. But, you know, I am... Well, work-related. Well, work notwithstanding, anyway. And welcome back, Ari. How you doing? I'm good. How about you, man? Eh, up and down, really. I hear that. Dude, did you get, like, a new microphone or headset or something like that? Um, I do have a couple pillows stashed nearby to try and dampen the sound. Oh, because you start... You kind of start to sound like Barry White real quick, you know? I kind of like. I that. thought I always sounded like Ray Romano. <laughs> it's an equal blend of Ray Romano and Barry White. <laughs> Maybe we should buy some of that sound dampening foam and like stick it to the wall. That might help. Eh, I leave it the way it is. I like it. It's good. Oh man, we are live tonight, week of January seventeenth, two thousand seventeen, here on the Vogue Network and. As you can see, we're kicking things off with finally our season five opening and ending themes. I finally decided on the proper music and so forth. So I hope y'all like it and hope y'all enjoy it. We're here Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our uh, interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Uh, chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is Vog, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to uh, AnimeJamSession.com slash network, and you can log in there if you have a chat client. It'll It's a default link there for that chat, and it'll bring you right into the chat room. Um, let me go ahead and turn check-ins on. I'm a little rusty by this, so let me do this before they start shooting things at the, um, at the studio. And here we go. Check-ins are now are now on and they are live so every time you if you're listening to anime jam session orange launch radio any live show on the vog network and you check in you get points for it if you are not listening live somewhere in this show is a passphrase when you hear it head on over to anime and put in that passphrase and earn points it's a fun thing to do you know so we're going to kick things off with how was your week? How was your day? But in this case, it's more like what we have been up to over the last month or so. So, Ari, what you been up to? 
Uh, well, soon I will be, you know, fully on a the day shift at work, so I'll be. It'll be much easier for me to get on to, you know, the computer on Tuesday nights and do this fine podcast with you all. Cool, cool. which I love doing. And um, I'm not sure if I talked about like the past couple of guest spots I did, but I was in a car accident before Christmas. Yeah, I think you brought it up briefly. So you have like an update for us on that? Uh, just that, you know, I, well, the, uh, the insurance company, it's a police report. Even the truck driver all admitted that it was the truck driver's fault. So all I had to do is just send out the estimates to my insurance company and just wait for them to process it. Hopefully I'll get a check soon so I can just take my car over to shop and get it fixed. Mm. Hopefully it won't take too long so I don't have to spend money out of pocket for a rental car. I hear you on and, that. Uh, it's just usual, like, you know, writing stuff and uh, just trying to enjoy the uh, holiday the best I could. I sent... I sent gifts to everyone else in the show. Yeah, I'm still working on mine. They good? Yeah, they're good. Oh, I keep, thanks. I keep them in the fridge, but when I eat them, if I have time, I just grab a couple and I just put them in a toaster oven. Or <laughs> if I'm... Look at that. Yeah, the, the, no, because the toaster oven has a warm function. I'll do that if I have time, or I'll just nuke them for like 15, 20 seconds in the microwave. Awesome. My friend bought me a pocket watch with the Mason's emblem on it, and I'm totally wearing that the next time I have to go to the lodge. Nice, nice. Yeah, I have your gift sitting here. It's been sitting here since before Christmas. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mako-chan. I have just gotten so bad at, you know, wrapping it. I was even at the post office today, and I'm like, fuck, I don't have the damn gift. Oops. Yeah, so I'm hoping I can actually get it out tomorrow. But did you wrap it? No, it's it's not even in a box yet. Oh. Oh, well, like, take it, your time it's, with it. It's sitting on my bar, waiting to actually for me to leave with it so I can put it in a box. Oh, Christ. None Plus, of the was Matt to talk hmm? about. Best. Yeah, none of the boxes that I've been getting from my deliveries and everything is good enough for this. <laughs> I remember I had to, I ended up bringing a box home from work to pack a gift. And then I look at it and I'm like, this is not going to work. And I realized I had another similar box I used. I just ended up going out buying a box. And just like, because one thing I like, when you buy a box from like Staples or whatever, a pre folds on the inside so you can kind of knock it down to the precise size, you know? Yeah, this I think I'm going to end up putting into like one of the packaged envelope type things. Oh, okay. So because yeah, that's all things I'm going to get a box. That's all things been going for me. Glad okay. To be back. Cool, and welcome back. Thank you. Mako-chan, what you been up to? I've been very lazy. Lord. Well, it's true. <laughs> I've been basically dealing with uh, a lot of work. 
We're short a person, so it's been extremely hectic. I thought y'all was bringing in somebody. They're doing interviews now. So we've been shorthanded since... end of October, beginning of November. Mm. And it's been extremely hectic because of it. Gotcha. And I've been very disappointed because I want my weekends off. Think of all the extra money you're pulling in, though. What extra money? I'm not getting extra money. I'm the oh. one. I'm the one that's getting extra money from working overtime. Yeah, I can't work overtime. I'm not allowed. Mm. Which is why it's hectic because we're not allowed. But yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, I've been slowly cleaning out uh, the dust and crap from the old computer, decorating my new computer so that it can be newly renovated. Oh, that's going to be fun. I'm actually looking forward to that. Yeah, I have to order the sticker that's going to go on one side of it on Friday when I get paid. Mm. Cause What's the right sticker now, look like? Um, well, it's 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 Sailor Jupiter, but it's also not Sailor Jupiter. Sailor Jupiter, like it's somebody's fan art that they put on Redbubble and made a sticker out of it. Mm. So it's kind of like it's very green, but it's like more celestial looking. I really liked it. And it comes large enough that it'll probably take up that entire side of of the case. And then the other side I'm painting, so I still have painting to do on that. But yes, I'm, I'm customizing my computer case and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Now, didn't you say so? it was like a military looking case or something like that when you got it? Um... Yeah, it's actually, it's it's all lime green, mm. but it's army tanks. Mm. So I'm basically, like, I like that it's lime green. I like that it's got the clear side on it so that the lights will come through. All the fans inside are green. Um, I just don't like that it's got army tanks on it. So the one side, um, that's the metal side, I'm putting a huge Sailor Jupiter sticker on. And then the other side that's clear that had a smaller tank on it. So I'm doing a vectored Sailor Jupiter on that. And then coming up the side of that, I'm doing uh, flowers and stuff like that to cover up the wording. Oh, okay. I'm sure it'll look awesome when it's done. I'm hoping. I may, you know, if I have time and actual patience to do it, I may paint other places. Well, that's good. But... As long as I get the tanks covered up, that's all I really care about. I guess when you looked at pictures on the website, it didn't show that, and it's like, what the hell? No, it probably did. I just saw that it was green and oh. went, ooh, it's green. <laughs> okay. And then I got it and went, ooh, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you, but I can picture uh, Sailor Jupiter riding the tank like Tank Girl. Oh, I could definitely picture her as Tank Girl. Mm-hmm. But... This is just, like, lime green tank. It just wasn't working. Mm. But the cover-up is coming along nicely, and I'm happy with it. That's good. 
And let's see. Um, I went and I saw the One Piece movie. Okay. And and I'll say this: I did not go to see the movie because I enjoy One Piece. I went to go and support friends in the industry. Yay! So yay for friends in the industry because oh my god, they did amazing. The voice acting is really good. I'm just not a fan of the animation and the character figure art. Tall and noodly and thin limbs. Um, tall, noodly, thin, thin limbs with huge boobs. Like all of the women have the same figure unless they're bad and if they're bad they're all overly large but that's basically the same thing with the guys too they're either very thin or very muscular or fat <laughs> there re- they're seriously is very little in between <clears throat> and that just annoys me But yeah, so I mean, I enjoyed going. I enjoyed hanging out with everybody. Uh, the movie was one piece movie. Oh. <laughs> that's that's really all I can say. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. But yeah, you I mean, can't say voice, that. Yeah, the voice acting for it was stellar. So if you enjoy the voice actors that are in it, even if you are not a fan of the series. I would see it just for the voice acting because it's just that good. Mm, okay. Um, I don't know if I will, but if there was a group outing, I'd probably tag along. All right. Well, we'll have to find a copy of it and then we can fast forward through everything except for them. <laughs> Sort of, sort of like what we did for Wreck-It Ralph, except that we liked Wreck-It Ralph. Well, yeah, I mean, we went for the support and ended up really enjoying the movie, so... Yeah. Okay, this is what I've been up to. So, right after the, the show, I mean, for some of you who follow me on my personal... I don't think I even posted this on my regular page yet, but if you do follow me on my regular page, you know that I build computers. I used to do it for a living, and I do it as a side thing to help, you know, do things where I gotta be done. So, I gifted myself maybe close to a grand in rebuilds of my computer, including a brand new Smexy 27-inch LED screen, and it's like, and every time I use it, I look at my television, I'm like, I kind of want to trade it in for a 32-inch LED, kind of, but <laughs> on the same token, I think I watched no more than eight hours of TV a week on there, so, but anywho. You wouldn't be missing much. Yeah, exactly. I keep, I might, I keep trying to figure out if it's better to cut the cord and just, like, subscribe to a couple of services just to save a few bucks, but... Eh, That's what I do, but then again, I get taken for a ride on broadband into my area anyway. Mm. Probably for the same price, you'd be getting shit DSL service. 
but um because i have a friend that's dealing with that right now but so what i did was i rebuilt my computer and it's really really nice um i actually after i rebuilt it i went back added some more fans on the inside so now when it's on in the front there's a blue and white fan and there's a white fan on the inside of the computer and because the side panel is clear you can see that and what's cool is there's red LED etching on the board and you can see that like the make of the board is lit and it's pretty cool and the main thing that I did put on there is is a cooling I put an actual water cooler on on the processor so that was really nice so I, I really can't complain about that I really enjoy that so that's awesome um started working back on convention photos i had to end up doing a rebuild of my computer after a after an update kind of broke it so that's up that's all good um basically i just worked and just tried to kind of keep things going and i bought some stuff to kind of rebuild my house not rebuild but kind of make it nicer like an actual cover for the bathroom light when you're in the shower and I might have to take that back because I don't think it's going to work so but I'm also looking at rebuilding my closet putting in like one rod for everything and putting a de- like a, a cabinet inside there and putting shelving we'll fig- I'll figure some shit out you know I always do um that's basically has been my week and day and I think I finally fixed one of the issues when talking on the mixer, the buzzing when I would hit certain pitches, the feedback. I think I might have finally fixed that. So, kind of happy about that. So, anywho, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're going to go ahead and talk about MAGFest. And again, apologies for starting things off late. There were some slight issues on the back end that had to be fixed, which are fixed. Thank you to... Um, the awesome, talented, super awesome Mr. Bobby Blackwolf. Um, let's see. I think there is some housekeeping news. Yes. Um, one of our staffers. Um, let, let me let me pull up my uh my other directory here. Da, 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 da. Why is it not here? Jesus, I thought I put her contact info here. This makes absolutely no sense. But um, one of our staffers got engaged a few weeks ago, and I totally forgot to mention this. And it's like, and I just really like, oh shit, I really need to say something about this. So I want to say congratulations to Janine. May things be pretty awesome, and um, I'll be bringing a keg to the wedding reception. And um, I don't know if we I mentioned this previously, but also uh, congrats to Bobby Blackwolf on his engagement as well. And. I think the best way I can describe 2016 with people and couples is couple one is getting engaged. Couple two is getting married. Couple three is having a child. Then there's me. I won $20 on a scratch off. Yes. The rest of the year has been a dumpster fire though. Oh, pretty much. Pretty fucking much. Especially December with all the deaths. It's like, Christ, uh, Graham, you're going into overload here. Kind of chill. All right, enough about that. We're going to go ahead 
we'll take our first break, and like I said, we're going to talk about uh, MAGFest, and we'll try not to make it go too, too long, so, well, let's see, so, there we go, so, we'll be back.
So maybe it was a blessing in disguise, but somehow the audio quality has just gotten bounds better or something like that. Maybe because it's the solid state drive that I put in the computer. Maybe. I really don't know. But, um, I think I just... I wouldn't jinx it. Well, the only issue I'm having right now is that Water Fox randomly crashes. I think it might have something to do with the with the fluff buff fluff busting purity uh plug in, but I have session saver, so if it crashes, I can just pull my tabs back up. It's like no harm, no foul. Water Fox will like take like thirty seconds to a minute, you know, locking up before it actually lets me uh, explore a page I just opened. It, is it up to date? I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Shouldn't do that, but then again, you did upgrade. Your machine did upgrade from Windows 7 to Windows 10. I mean, perhaps one day, you know, copy down the serial key and just give your machine, back of yourself, give your machine a, a fresh, clean install. Might make it run much, a little bit better. You know, who knows? Chrome works just fine on it, though. Well, then there you go. See, the issue is with Firefox, Waterfox, it just takes up so much freaking, um memory resources whereas chrome's like eh i got this so okay now we're gonna go before we get into magfest uh some chat here going on in the chat room at live.vognetwork.com uh bob coffee and raginator talking uh video cards uh bob coffee has the geforce 1060 uh raginator has a gt610 okay I have an all AMD machine, and I'm actually ordering like the little sticker logos to put on the case when I get around to it. But I have on here a Radeon RX 460 overclocked edition, four gigabyte GDDR5 video card in here, and I got that for like 120 bucks. It is amazing. At the highest settings, playing Final Fantasy XIV is kind of amazing. Oh, yeah. Another thing. I started playing Final Fantasy XIV, and I am taking up Guild Wars once again. And I, Good. Then maybe I can start that. playing Guild Wars again. Good, because I, I found another friend of mine. She wants to play, but she doesn't have anyone to play with. I'm like, I'll play with you, and I'll drag my bestie. The three of us can play together and wreck shit. Yeah, I'll start a new character. We can all end up in the same area yeah I, I will let her know about that later the thing is when she mentioned it i went to go log in and i'm like i forgot my password i forgot my password so i'm like going through the whole steps to retrieve the password they want the serial key i'm just like i don't have the serial key i'm not spending 70 bucks on another copy of this game but then i remember now here's a little bit of a tidbit information one of the reasons why i like using firefox if you tell it to, Firefox will remember all of your usernames and passwords to websites. There is a section where you can look up your username and password, whether how many times you changed it, the date you last, and so you used it, and so forth. And that saved me seventy bucks from buying another copy of this damn game because I because I thought I'd be locked out of my account for good. It's truly indispensable. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think. Chrome has that. I don't think there's a plug-in, but 
there have been times you can if you go through the options menu, but you, I think it wants your Windows login if you if you have to ask for a certain password. Because mm. I know I I dig I used to dig around in Chrome for something like that, but I could not find it. But anywho, let's go ahead and let, let's let's talk uh, Magfest. Okay, so Ari, is this like what your third or fourth Magfest? I think it's like my third. Okay. This is this was my first Magfest and people have been trying to get me to go for years, but the main issue was it was always at the first weekend of the year and I'm either working or I'm just getting over the holidays trying to figure shit out, you know, it's like wait, what? And and I forget about it. I have to admit Magfest snuck up on me this year. I was like, "Oh, right. I really need to get this shit together." So and one thing me and Ari both agree on, next year, we're going down on Thursday. If not Wednesday, or at very least Thursday morning really early. Well, yeah, th- th- I'm cool getting down there Thursday afternoon, just, just kind of chilling and so forth, because, you know, MAGFest is a four-day con. It's not one of those conventions where it's three days, three and a half days, or three days, and one Pre and like pre night. No, this is just straight up four days. And to okay, let me answer this real quick. Raging acts. Isn't it a bad idea to have the browser remember logins due to spyware possibility taking advantage uh, to steal info? Um, yes and no. The the browser's logins are saved locally, but as long as you have a most up to date antivirus anti spyware software on your computer. You're fine. I recommend Komodo, and if you want to be, if you're a little bit more paranoid, Komodo and um, what's that one anti-spyware one that people use? Um, I, I I cannot. Um, let's see, anti-spyware. Let me find it real quick. What the name of it? Malwarebytes. That's it. Most people just use Malwarebytes and whatever default antivirus software that they have, and they rock and roll. But anywho, enough about that. Let's get the train back on track here. All right, uh, Ari, why don't you kick things off, and I'll just follow along. Follow along right behind you. All right. So we decided we we're going to go down Friday morning. So mm-hmm. I went and got you at the bus station, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like. It was nice going to uh, Mount Laurel to uh, get the bus, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's just that the issue is it's the frequency of the times coming in and out of Mount Laurel because pretty much the buses come out of New York going to Philly is just is more of that as opposed to them going through Philly and stopping at Mount Laurel. So it's all in the timing. But it's not so bad, especially since coming back, I got one of the last spots on an express bus going home. But um, yeah. so yeah, so you got to see the uh, damage in my car firsthand, mm-hmm. and you know, I've gotten used to the rear, the right rear, uh, rear mirror not being there. But you know, it's still pretty jarring. It's still you know difficult to switch lanes going to the right. Plus, oh, okay. plus I'm still kind of weirded out like passing trucks on that side. Yeah, <clears> but hopefully, it won't be that. It won't be that uh, too far along the lines for it to get that fixed. No, it shouldn't be. Yeah. So we took about, 
I guess two, maybe three hours to get down there. Yeah, we actually did really good time, including with the stops along, the, like the one or two stops along the way. Yeah, the uh, traffic wasn't too bad, I don't think. Yeah, I did have to pick up a couple of things for friends along the way, like a couple of cable adapters. We had to do the traditional booze run. And, you know, I, I will say this, the liquor store we went to kind of skeeved me out just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I did decide to do a splurge on some Kraken, though. Oh, yeah, that was that was some good shit right there, man. Very good shit. Right, so we get to the hotel, we pay in advance, mm -hmm. which is about the same as it's been yeah. for the whole weekend. And, yeah, now here's something that happened. I don't know how this happened, but it was fixed. Now, I'm swiping, I'm giving him my PayPal card to pay for the room. It's not accepting. It's not accepting. I call PayPal. They're not seeing a transaction or a hold or anything like that. So pretty much they figure out the network is being bogged down. They swipe my card again. It goes through. Awesome. So I goes I start taking pictures and so forth. And one thing I'll say about Magfest, it's not a cosplay heavy type convention. But they do there are some photo shoots for popular series, so you definitely want to stick around for that. I kind of wish I had remembered to go to more of those shoots, but um, it is it it is what it is. But um, didn't PayPal screw with your card? What while you were trying to check in? Yeah, that's yeah. I just talked about that. Yeah, they it, yeah that happened. I thought they put a block in your account. That that was TD. I was getting to that. So Friday, you know, I go Sorry. to pick up a couple things from the dealer's room and to grab food, and it said now I went to go buy. Uh, a snack and it said card declined and I was like I know there's money in the account but I'm like fuck it I'll deal with that later give them the credit card go into the dealer's room to buy something you know and I get the same thing I'm like you know what put it on the card so I go and I call the bank and somehow there's like five attempts of five like there's five attempts on the card for the charging of the room I'm just like but I didn't use that card but take, I ended up talking to some to the bank. They took care of it. And like within 10, 15 minutes, the fraud hold was taken off the card and life was the way it should have been. Good. So, anyhow. Now, uh, oh, we, got, we also got a uh, room upgrade for the trouble. Yeah, because the hotel pretty much overbooked itself. Now, a lot of conventions that happens at, so they give you complimentary upgrades. Because of that. So we got upgraded to the atrium room. We had a single, but they gave us a roll away. So I was like, okay. And it was just an amazing view. And I just find it funny that if you go out onto the atrium and look around, you notice that there are people sleeping on the balcony. And Either in the rollaway. Either in sleeping bags or rollaways. I don't know about the rollaways, but sleeping bags, yeah. But it's cold. I don't. I think I'd rather sleep in the. Hell, you can't even sleep. I'd rather sleep under the sink in the bathroom as opposed to sleeping out on the freaking um balcony. I don't know. the The balcony wasn't that 
you know, that bad or bad, that cold when I was on it a couple of times. But the thing that would have bothered me is like the sun coming in from the big glass window overlooking the, the uh, river. See, that wouldn't not have bothered me at all because I'd be like, yeah, it's time to get up. Yeah, that, that, that would have bothered me, like, getting up before I wanted to. Mm. All right, so, uh, Ari, what panels did you check out on Friday? Uh, the first one I went to was called Round One Fight, and it was a fight choreography um, panel. Ooh. Uh, let me see. I have the uh, guidebook up here. Let mm -hmm. me... What the hell? Okay, here we go. Um, the DC Stunt Coalition hosted a fight choreography panel, and we... And we <clears throat> and uh, when you hosted it, sorry, when I, uh, there were three sections, one for unarmed combat, one for uh, sword combat, one for, like, extremistics. Okay, that sounds cool. And this was in, when I was in my bear hooker cosplay, so I decided, okay, I'm going to do fucking unarmed combat, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, <clears throat> I assumed it was the same for the, uh, for the unarmed and the for the armed and the stick fighters, but like they like break down this like little fight sequence with like like a dozen moves all together. You like you like you one guy like throws a punch, he he ducks and he comes back like a one two, you know. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. I got a good wor workout doing. That. I got nice. I got you know sweaty, but of course that was to be expected. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and. uh... I was one of the few guys there was actually in, like, my quote-unquote full costume. Right. But before like, before that, I was actually, like, talking to other people, like, other people who had, a, you know, fight experience or what have you. So, uh, so a lot of people, like, pretty much knew what they were doing, and they made it, like, simple and easy to understand. And they, <clears throat> and like I said, they, they do fight choreography for, like, some, like, like smaller, like, independent productions, but... I said, I'd be interested, but, like, but you guys are in D.C. and I'm in South Jersey. Like, that's okay. Just, like, talk to us on our Facebook page. There you go. And that's what I'm going to be en end up doing. I don't know how much demand a guy my size will have for them, but, you know, whatever. All right. I, now, one thing in case you... That was the first thing when I went to. Oh, okay. But anyway, I didn't mean yeah. to cut you off. No, I was going to say how I tend to forget to go to panels because I'm too busy doing cosplay photography, which this year I'm going to focus on not just that, but actually checking out more panels. Eventually, I get kind of tired of walking around. Look, you know, I kind of need to sit down for a bit. But please, Ari, tell me more about more of the panels you checked out on Friday. Um, it's called the Transmediation of Games and Opera. Ooh. Basically, this uh, German company had did a uh, had had did a, a their take on an opera the the Zauberflech. I'm not sure what it's about. I I, I, I they told us what it's about, but uh, I kind of forget. But anyway, they they uh, their their take on the opera was done in like it had a lot of video game you know elements like and they worked into it. Like the stage was like this big like three quarters isometric metric projection. And I like some old like RPGs used to do like the 16-bit days. Mm-hmm. And how that opera, with that style, was eventually made into a uh, mobile game. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and like it was also a way to try and get 
you know, younger people into opera because, and because I believe in Europe, the like, average op like opera goer's age is about fifty, mm-hmm. and in the United States, it's like sixty. It's not really a for- an art form that you know gets picked up by young folk a lot. Not surprised. Uh... It's underrated, is what I'm saying. Mm. They should come out with more rock operas. I won't disagree with that. It's it's the music. It's the content. If they came out with an opera that was more rock than screaming women speaking Italian, then maybe more people would go. Mind you, mind you. I saw an opera in Korean once. I don't know. I like opera, but for the most part, people our age would rather listen to rock music than screaming fat women speaking Italian. Mm. Although not for nothing. It was Mozart, so it would be in German. Well, I'm thinking of... uh, uh, There are a couple of different Italian ones, now that I'm thinking about it. But, yeah. But they're basically all non-English, so unless you're into the music itself, you have no understanding about what's going on. So maybe that's it, too. Maybe we just need some English operas. If that's what you want to want, I ain't going to stop, y'all. Now, um, what were you doing, like, like, during that first day? Well, like I said, well... I um that morning I ran into uh Rob Roberts from OLR you know and we had a bit of a mini reunion right then and there, um I I cosplayed you know so. And. Did you check out any of the concerts? Yes, yes, I did. Um. I'll get I get into the concerts when we talk about Saturday because there was this one particular group that I saw and I got to track down their music because it was just like, oh, but um. I, I cosplayed on um, on Friday. Uh, I believe I cosplayed uh, Kelsuke Kagami from Rival Schools, and what I like to call Plumber Luigi. Now, if you're thinking Super Mario Brothers Super Show, yeah, that's pretty much is it. Except that you know I actually had I was walking around with a mallet and a plunger, and I had a little plush Princess Daisy in my front pocket running around and then when people were asking for pictures I'm sort of doing like a fox Jojo pose where I'm just standing there kind of posing holding the plunger and just pointing towards the, 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 um, the camera like next and what was interesting is that a few people were walking by asking me you know they're having uh, trouble you know with that like somebody um clogged up the toilet in one of the rooms and I'm just giving like quotes on how to, on, you know, how, how much it costs to fix it and stuff like that and people were trying to trip me up and say you know but they saw like this big old mushroom come out of there and this and I'm just like and I'm just like playing it off like well what color was the mushroom oh that's not good you might want to get out of there and pretty much the bottom line when people are asking me my cost I'm going tree fitty <laughs> 
You should have told me you only accepted the gold coins. <laughs> See, when I do um, Made Man Luigi again, that's why I'll be like, I only take the gold coins. You know. But I did spend... Yeah, you Made Man without a sit-down with the Don. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I will say this. A good portion of my Friday was me in the game in the expo hall or I like to say the game room oh my god all the DDR machines all the classic arcade machines the dance I was just like I was going nuts over the uh, pinball tables I I skipped the pinball tables but I know if Mako-chan went that's probably where we would find her Mhm if not at the pinball tables at the X-Men arcade machine with a drink Ooh Yep, they had the six-player version there. Ooh. Uh, let's uh, talk about the uh, X-Men arcade machine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we might, we might as well get this out the way now. Now, if you go to MAGFest, there is a thing that people do. At first, it's funny and cute. Then it becomes pain and an annoyance afterwards. If you've played the X-Men arcade machine, and if you play as Colossus, his super is pretty much where he shoots out electricity, and he goes, <gasps> all weekend, people were doing that. And I was like, okay, I, I, I got tired of this shit 10 minutes ago. Y'all need to stop. I got tired of this shit the, my first time at MAGFest when they started doing it. Mm. Hell, the second time I was there, they even had a... A sign saying, like, don't do this in this area. And it had a, a sprite. It had a picture of the Colossus screen cap with a big red X over it. And, of course, nobody paid attention. Uh, yeah, all it took was one good person going, uh. Thanks. You know, everyone was going, uh. Pain in the ass. Uh-huh. Oh, by the way, Mako. Hmm? You a fan of the Big Lebowski? Eh. Well, a couple of, like last year they made a Big Lebowski pinball table and it was on display there. But you, it, it was free play too, so that was that a lot would of be fun. fun to play. Mhm. And uh, you remember the old? Uh, do either one remember the old pinball t- game, um, Pinbot? Yeah, I believe there was a Pinbot in a Black Knight two thousand. Yeah, there was Pinbot. Like there was three in the series. There was a the machine Bride of Pinbot, mm-hmm. and the third one called Jackbot, which is pretty much the old uh, the, the, the first ones you know guts with the, just a casino theme in it. But a couple years ago, someone had made a different ROM of the uh, for a Bride of Pinbot, and they called it Bride of Pinbot 2.0, and that was on that was for play there too, and it was a lot of fun. See, that's one of the reasons why I want to go down Thursday because it's. It's easier to jump. Lines are shorter on Thursday to play some to get to play some of the games, and going into the game room at like five and six o'clock in the morning as well, because the game room is open twenty four hours. As is the smell of funk. Yeah, I, I caught whiffs of that here and there. I'm just like, uh, not Ew. surprised. Um, but late at night Friday was uh, the highlight of it for me because I was at a panel called. Everything you need to know about writing, you can learn from booking pro wrestling. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I was teasing about that. Like, this is your panel, wasn't it? 
Oh yeah, but that like the reason I I was looking forward to that one is because it like the one of the guys running it was Botchamania host Matthew or Botchamania yeah. creator. And he was the and his trademark has been wearing a suit that is pretty much the Union Jack covered on every single, you know, inch of fabric space. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he only had the, the jacket. I said, like, and I had a pair of black pants, but I was like, honestly, I think that looks better on him. But yeah, it was him, um, one of the staffers, and this one girl who who uh, books for a professional, for women's professional wrestling uh, circuit out in California somewhere. Oh, okay. Anyway, like, we talked shop about wrestling, like, the state of the industry as it is, and you know, and how to actually build characters in, you know, both how you can use character building in wrestling to influence other kinds of work. Like hmm. they all, they all really knew what they were talking about. It's really interesting, you know, listening to them. But of course, you know, since you know, because of you know, botch mania and stuff, and like, and they, you know, wrestling fans in general, like. So, it didn't take long for, <clears throat> it wouldn't take long for anyone to like start chanting weird shit just for the hell of it. Like someone brought up Chris Benoit, and all of a sudden everyone in the room started chanting, delete, 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 delete. Wow. Like they were... Also, I got him to record a bumper for the podcast, which is still on my phone. I have to send it to you. Okay. And, you know. <clears throat> Well, when I was there, I was wearing my uh, King of Super Effective style shirt, mm-hmm. which uh, he got a kick out of because, which he and like everyone got a kick out of because apparently, there's no bad um, Shinsuke Nakamura parody shirts out there. I believe that, especially because I know a couple of my friends they were running around doing Shinsuke's uh, pose all over the damn place. You know, one of my friends. Oh, the Yayo pose. Yeah, you know, when he's arched back with his arm up in the air. Yeah, like hanging on the bottom rope of his his head. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yayo. Y-E-A-O-H. Oh, yeah, because I just kept thinking JoJo posing. Because if you watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, everyone has, like, these all types of poses. And it's like, JoJo, you know? Because one of my friends, he cross-played Karen Kanzaki, and he did the Yayo pose. I was like, damn. Nice. Damn right. And and Saturday, like Friday ended with me just, you know, going back to the room, drinking a little bit, and then mm-hmm. get, hitting the bed early because I didn't want to spend the entire day, weekend in the uh, in the game room. That, that sounds about right. Okay, so that was pretty – see, I, my Friday wasn't as, you know, as jam-packed as Ari's because, like I said, I did a lot of uh, cosplay photography and running and, ke- and running into and catching up with the people. Now – one thing about Madcast I know is they have like these little they have jam spaces where you can like get I think you need to get permission but you can take like this area and just perform music for in twenty minute blocks. But if nobody else is coming up next, you can stay as long as you want. So one of the guys in our room, Ori, you probably know him from the Ori show. Um, his crew was actually um, DJing downstairs in one of the jam spaces because after the concerts, I went upstairs to the quote unquote chip tune rave. And it was like, I, I just wasn't feeling it. You know, I do enjoy my chip tunes, but I think it should have been a little bit more of a blend. But I get, I get understanding what, because it's mad because I get it, but maybe I'm just not used to it. So I went downstairs 
to, to their little jam party, and I was there for like two, three hours. I was having like a really great time, and I was just, I ran into so many people I have not seen in years, and well, not years, but months, I guess, months, year, year, two years, uh, reconnected with some people, and I was like, yeah, this this was a real feel good feeling, you know, it really was, it was a real feel good thing, and I really enjoyed the fuck out of that. Um. Now, as for Saturday, you know, normally for me for a convention, and Mako-chan can vouch for this, I'm usually up, dressed, and out the door between 9 and 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I, Not this weekend. N- nope. I didn't get down. I didn't roll downstairs till about 10, 11 o'clock. And it was like, I really didn't miss anything, you know, unless you were really panel heavy for stuff. I didn't because I would say this. It's like Mako. Remember when we when we used to go to uh, PAX East and it was like for every one cosplayer there was like five to seven people in normal clothes. Yeah, definitely wasn't cosplay heavy at all. Right, Magfest. It was like the number. It was like for every one cosplayer it was anywhere between seven to ten, give or take. But people still loved to cosplay. Everyone was like, you know, I'm just doing my casual cosplay, this or that. But um. And it, and, it, and it was pretty chill. Now. We finally got the cosplay together. Yeah, uh, we finally did Ash and and Brock. The Super Blues Brothers as oh, well? I forgot about it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Friday, we did Super Blues Brothers, which was pretty good. I, th- I think I'm going to probably figure out ways to tweak that. Um. Uh, tweak that cosplay, but that was kind of fun. I ain't gonna lie. Now, the second uh, they got a lot of positive responses too, yeah. so which was also good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was definitely. Uh, It'll make me want to wear it again. Yeah, but I think for that we should actually have actual "quote unquote" fedoras that say M and L on it. So, All right. that's a, that's a pretty good point. Yeah, and, and have like like the like the stri- you know like the ribbon that goes around the 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 the, the, um, the, the fedoras heavy that that matching color as well. You know, I think we could do that. I think we could definitely make that shit work. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to try that too. I'll just have to, we'll just have I just have to find a nice you know fedora on uh like Amazon or something. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, the one I got for uh for 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 the Super Blues Brother cosplay, it was like eleven bucks, and it came with the um sunglasses. So I'll still hold Good on. Good deal. To yeah, I'll definitely hold on to that. But um, let's see. Now, I know there was a big Overwatch group that I totally missed, but I will say that on Friday I did get a picture of this this most adorable May cosplayer, and she had a plush. And she had Snowball as a plush, and it was, like, so adorable. I cannot wait to post post those pictures. But later that afternoon, there was the, I think before our shoot, was the Mega Man photo shoot, and that was pretty good. And something interesting happened. And I kind of need the music for this, because you'll understand where I'm coming from with this. There we go. 
For some reason, when I switched the audio over... Oh... I see what I did. Hold on. Okay, there we go. I put the wrong settings for the out music output. Now... Now... Unless you're... You weren't paying attention to Kotaku. There was one particular cosplay that pretty much took over the damn convention. Team Skull. Oh, God. Team yeah, Skull. I saw the pictures. That was actually kind of cool. It was. There was at least 100 cosplayers for Team Skull. At least. I had to get multiple shots just to get them all. But here was the cool part. Do you know which Robot Boss theme music this is? I do, but let's let the others guess. Mako, do you know? No. Ari, tell her. From Mega Man 4, this is Skull Man's theme. Okay, I don't play Mega Man, so there you go. Well, well there was the obvious joke that the Pokemon shoot was right after the Mega Man shoot, and someone just happened to be cosplaying a Skull Man there. Yes, there was a giant... See, before that, there was a shoot with Dr. Wily with all the robot villains, and I screamed at him, yeah, that's a lot of child support you gotta pay there, dude. But, um, the funny part was Dr. Wily there with 100 members strong Team, team Skull and Skull Man in the front. If that wasn't the most meta shit I have ever seen, I don't know what is. Because, you know, Team Skull's just become, you know, just so funny, like, because you talk to them in-game and they just start throwing out gang poses with every, you know, every, like, idle animation they do. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, CRIB. See, I thought that shit was, am was amazing as amusing as fuck, so... But after that, we did have the Pokemon shoot, and they did they divvied up like by generations, uh, anime, video game, NPCs, and so forth. It was pretty fun, and I actually ran into a Joy, Jenny, and a Gary that are from the area, and we hung out for a little bit. I thought that was pretty cool. What about the one uh, Misty cosplay that like cute one with the tattoos that was? Oh, we were both talking to? pervy pervy Chumika. Yeah, yeah. She she's she was friends with people that we hung out in the room with. So, and the funny thing is, we were talking back and forth, and she's like, "I know you. I've seen you around at cons." And I'm just like, "Okay, just so you know, it ain't what you think it is." And she's like, "I'm just fucking with you." But she she was pretty cool. I think she's actually at AVN this weekend, um, doing booth work. Good good for her. Awesome. So. That was my Saturday, pretty much. And then I also... I didn't wear all of my cosplays. I also brought Dr. Luigi, but I didn't bring it. And showing up on Sunday, there was a Dr. Mario, but... So on... But I end up wearing um, Plumber Luigi and Brock. But mostly Plumber Luigi, because I ran into a Princess Daisy cosplayer. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to go back up in the room. I'm going to change this and walk around see if we can cross paths. And lo and behold, we got a selfie together, which is on my Facebook page. Now, Ari, what panels did you check out on, on Saturday? 
Uh, let me double check. Uh, All right. See, where is it? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, this this one was really good. I didn't go to many panels until uh, like later in the day. So, mm-hmm. but this one I was really looking forward to. It was called Anapod Presents Pokemon O. Yeah. It was pretty much. Uh, this dance troupe in the area is a oh like an- antipode okay antipode yeah, yeah. Um, they yeah. they're doing like um belly dancer versions of Pikachu and the uh, original three Kano starters mm-hmm. and throughout the uh, like throughout the panel there was pretty, like they're like telling the story like Pokemon Go you know trying to get this trainer to join one of the teams and um, it was you know broken up with the uh, gr- the girls dancing and they're like. Uh, their Pokemon themed costumes and they all did really good. They all they're all really awesome looking. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember, but they were also guests at DerpyCon the one year that we covered. And I'm actually friends with one of them on Facebook and they were at uh Zenkai last year. Uh, one of them yeah, they did uh they did like the punk Sailor Moon cosplay. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Um personally my favorite one was the uh was a girl dressed like like Charmander because she even had the like traditional uh, head wrap with it too. Yeah. And I, I, I also did manage to get a picture of with of me with all four of them because this I was still cosplaying as Ash that day. That's good. Awesome. <clears throat> That's. And you know later on there was a a panel called Gamer Girls Like Pink and Stuff, which was. A satirical take on, on what what it means to be a gamer girl, mm-hmm. and how and how like games are supposed to be catered to women. Sorry, girls, G R R R L S. But uh, like like they acknowledged that, that was that was satire at the beginning and the end, and they pretty much said, yeah, you don't need us to tell you to play what you want, like what you want, you know. Who who's going to tell you that you can't, you know? Now, let me say something really quick about that. I know people are screaming that, you know, these games for girls and boys don't do it. Look, there are games for everybody. There are games for men, women, boys, girls, everybody. Companies have different niches, and they're going to go after a particular market. There are some people who like, there are some girls who actually like the girly game. Let them, if they like it, let them have it. If there is a demand for it. They're going to do it. It's one thing when you fabricate, and that's a different story. That's something for another time, another show. Let's keep the train rolling. All right. Now, what what other panels did you check out? Uh, let's. That was like the. Like, those were the two big ones I, I was seeing that day. Um, let's see. Hang on. I okay. Lost it. And I bring it back up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Um. Ooh, yeah. Uh, there was a f- uh, this cr- this a uh, video company called God damn it, shut up. Oh. Sorry, my look. Uh, this uh, this it's a animator studio called Iron Horse Cinema. Yeah. They they had a huge like their line was huge like going like around the building almost. They had they were shown the world premiere of the of their trailer for the Undertale fan film. Okay, I've never really gotten into Undertale, but. It's a really great game. People say a lot of it, meta commentary. You know, it fucks with your computer if you take the uh, the genocide route. You mean it actually fucks with your computer in real life? Yeah. 
I don't know if I want to do that. It's like it's ultimately benign, and it's like two key, like two key files that affect only the game itself. Okay. If you if you know what you're doing. Right, as long as it's not affecting like normal programs and applications, I'm okay with that. It do, yeah, it doesn't do that. Right. It it's just like a couple characters you know can like understand that they're in a video game, and they the like they'll like read your actions and stuff like that. Like storyline lines, like one of the early bosses. If you kill her by mistake because you don't know what you're doing, and you reset the game and you know go back and get past her without killing her, mm, okay. Like the game, the game will comment on you, like saying, "Yeah, you killed her," and then you went back because you felt guilty. Oh, it's sort of like I, it's like that, like when you play Metal Gear Solid, and and I think Michael knows what I'm talking about, where I think Raiden is reading off the games you're playing on the memory card. No. Or it's like, um, pretty much, that sounds like it, but something like it's like it's breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, it's not riding though. All right, who was it then? I don't. The fear. No, it's the first one. Um, uh, Psychomantis. That's yeah. the one. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of the name. So you like to play Castlevania? Can't imagine how people reacted the first time I saw that. Uh, anyway, the special effects for it were, you know, spectacular, and the makeup for Toriel, like the the aforementioned, you know, first boss, just looked gorgeous. Mm. But yeah, it got a really positive reaction from everyone. And and the one after that was a panel called Destiny, Altruism, and Gaming. I don't know if anyone else. Like listening plays Destiny. Mm-hmm. See, maybe anyone in the chat does, but it was pretty much a bunch of guys like, like in the uh, Destiny community talking about how the community itself has become, you know, more, you know, a lot more friendly compared to other like, like big games like that, and uh, <clears throat> you know, like looking out for one another, and pretty much you know, being like exemplars of a uh, you know. Of what it means, like pretty much what it means to be a guardian in real life. Gotcha. Okay. Because yeah, you know, guardians like the ones chosen by the light to defend man, like to protect mankind's interest. You keep them from going to complete fucking extinction. The story's kind of hard to just you know rattle off off the top of my head, but let me check back in. There we go. Like you, you guys would like it, I think. Well, I I keep hearing that um, Undertale plays just like Earthbound, so it's inspired by Earthbound a lot. Yeah. Okay. I know one of my other friends; she's really into it. So I'm like, well, maybe. Well, I'm not really too big on digital download games, but th- depending on what it is, I'll I'll drop cash for it. But moving on, it doesn't take a whole lot to on your computer either. Oh, it's not that. It's just spending so much money on digital games where I don't have, like, a physical copy of, you know? Yeah. I know what you mean. Yep. Alright, now... Oh, boy. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'll let you go to the rest of your night before I go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, as uh, Bob Coffey said in our chat room earlier tonight at live.bucknetwork.com, he says, Concerts are the best part of the cons, to be honest. Only reason I go to AX every year. Now, given what Otakon is doing this year... Shit, son. But anywho, what are they doing this year? 
any song world tour? Yes. All oh. my yes. But um, I went in to one of the concerts to see what's going on, and there is this one band out of the U- out of Europe. I have to da- get one of their albums, like their album. They have free downloads on their site, but I want this one album. The name of the group is called Machine Supremacy. It was so good. The best way I could describe the music. I want you to pick, imagine hearing power metal in high quality headphones. The music is loud and powerful, but it just feels so clean as you're listening to it. It was so good. And I'm on their website now. I'm going to probably tomorrow. I'm probably going to end up ordering their album and just wait for it to get shipped to me. It, it, it was so good. I was just like, I think I was more annoyed about the fact that I just happened to walk in during their set. I wish I had caught it from the beginning. It was just so good. And then, you know, that Saturday night was just me hanging out with Ori's crew or other people in the jam space because the chiptune rave wasn't as good as I thought it was. I figured I'd give it a second shot. No. Ran into more people I knew, drank some more, and just went back to the jam space. And I was there till about, what, 4 a.m.? But one of the things, a couple of things that did happen now was one of the guys in our room, I think his name was, was Xander, I believe. I don't want to drop any names because it's kind of embarrassing for him. Mm-hmm. He had a Wonder Mega, and he brought that into the in, into the room, and then we were playing around with that. I thought that was one of the coolest things ever. Now uh, we're talking about two totally different things. Then. Yeah. My bad. Mm-hmm. One Wonder Mega is a combination Sega Ma- Sega Master Drive and Sega CD, or in this case, a Sega Mega Drive and Mega CD. That com- that unit did come to the states as the JVC XI. I really wanted to, one of those so badly, but it was like five hundred dollars or something like that, no four hundred dollars, and it was like I don't have money for this, but I really wanted one so badly. But eh, well, it is it is what it is. So so I played around with that because one of the guys he had a a ROM card that had all of the games on it, and then, like he had like these really awesome composite cables that he hooked up and the screen was just crisp clean and clear it was like so good i was trying to get uh sky aka rob to come up to the room and check it out but i think he was busy in a panel or something and i also went into the computer museum and i just walked through there and i just felt like it was my childhood pretty much the computer museum is like basically a history of computer hardware between pc Mac, Tandy computers, Commodore 64, Texas Instruments, all, all types. You see them out on display, and you got a chance to play the, some of the games for them, and I'm just like, this is freaking amazing. One of them had Oregon Trail 2, which was pretty much made all my uh, my advanced placement school classes in uh, middle school. Mm. It 
But yeah, you had a much better Saturday night than I did. I, I guess. Well, because about two o'clock or so, I decided I was going to, you know, go back to the room and, you know, turn in relatively early because I had starting to develop a headache. Mm-hmm. About a half hour later, <clears throat> some guy comes in with one of our, with one of our oh, roommates. Oh yeah. Who was completely fucking broke, like dead ass. Yeah, because um, it was his birthday that weekend, and he wanted to um, get crunk. And did he ever? Yeah. Of course, the guy like saw me. Like, of course, the guy who hauled him in just said, like, "Oh, you're here. You can take care of him." And just like fucking disappeared into the ether. And I was like, "As long as he doesn't throw up on anything in the room, we good." Well. Technically, it was in the bathroom. But that's I that's that, that's that, that's all that matters. Yeah, because I was hauling him in between, like from the, like from the the sleeping bag to the bathroom to the sleeping bag back. It must have been like six or so times I did that. Mm. And it was like completely unintelligible, like the whole time. So yeah, that's how my Saturday ended. Mm. We managed to get him to uh, calm down and sleep off the rest of it. Yeah. Right now, he's trying to make plans to go to Katakon, and I'm just like, good luck with that. So, on to uh, Sunday? Yep. I didn't go to any panels on Sunday. It was just, no. you know, a calm down week, uh, recovery day for us. Yeah, it was just more photography, just walking around, just chilling and having a good time, and then... We kind of got out there, got out about 2 o'clock. I know there were some people who stayed later. I'm just like, well, y- 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 y'all can do that. But overall, I will say this. MAGFest is what... MAGFest now is what PAX East used to be. If you want to go to a con... You want to go to an event where you just want to chill and have a good time. You don't want to worry about cosplaying or anything like that. MAGFest is right up your alley. I don't know if you really call it a con per se, but... Because it's more of a... They call it more of a festival. Four-day festival of amazing music, old school and current school video games, PC gaming, tabletop gaming... Walking around with red solo cups. It's well worth it. If you want to kick your year off with a bang, I would say definitely hit up MAGFest. So we'll definitely be back next year. Definitely. So I I think we might have to pack Mako-chan in a box and bring her with us. Mako, you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. All right. I already said I would go. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the crowd's... The crowds aren't as bad. Yeah, definitely. It's like... So it's sort of like, you know, it's 10,000 people there, but it feels like two, 300 people. Occasionally. Yeah. For one, there wasn't the same kind of like, insane devotion to the gazebo. Yeah, and just so you know... The Magfest gazebo was going at the Capsicon gazebo and brought and brought the Otakon fountain into it on Twitter. It was hilarious. See, so yeah, we we also stopped at that one mall to uh, get lunch on, get on the way home. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you, ma- you managed to white- get home at a good time, right? Yeah, we stopped at the White Marsh Mall. Yeah, I got in about ten, ten thirty. Um, yeah. So now, now we're pretty much wrapping up our review of Magfest. So right now, we do have our Skype line open. So, um. If you want to call in and ask us about MAGFest or you have any other questions for us about MAGFest or anything, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. And again, due to time constraint, all calls are cut to two minutes. So, while that's going, um, let's go ahead. Uh, We did have some news, but we'll save that for next week's show due to time. So, what we will do now is... Let me... just the music and oh right I have to re-add the track alright there we go oh how I've missed this (laughs) while we try to feel for some phone calls for uh, uh, on Skype, we're going to do strange news from Japan. Can I take the last one? Um, sure. See, I'm kind of conflicted on who should take the first one because of the second one. I'll take the second one. God damn it. What, you want the second one? I don't, it's, it's like the lesser of two evils. Just pick one. Uh, fine, I'll take the first one. Here we go. Ex Tokyo ward office worker arrested for stealing personal info of woman. Police in Tokyo said yet on Wednesday, which was last Wednesday, that they re-arrested a former part-time employee of the Nakano ward office on suspicion of breaking and entering as well as violating a privacy protection ordinance. God. According to the police, Kenichiro Takahashi, who had already been arrested for indecent assault against five women, was rearrested for stealing the personal information on another woman from the residential registry system in the Nakano Ward office. According to the police, he is not saying why he did it. Now, Takahashi used to work in the section that manages all the information about families and residents from October 2014 to March 2016. During that time, he trespassed on the balcony of a third floor apartment where a woman in her 20s lived alone. Police say he allegedly obtained her name and contact info from the office that he worked out of. Wow, really, dude? Police also say that Takahashi took photos of women's underwear and archived them into his computer along with her personal stolen information. Also found in his apartment were personal details of at least 50 women in their 20s and 30s who live in Nakano. And more of them with 100 photos of them in their underwear. Oh god, this is making my skin crawl. And meanwhile, Hapazai is going, attaboy, attaboy. 
Takahashi was first arrested last July after he broke into a woman's apartment and assaulted her. He was subsequently charged in five cases of indecent assault. This guy's a real piece of work. And as somebody said on the forums as response, he needs a good battle axe wipe to keep him in line with a frying pan beating. Anywho, Marco. So, yeah, um, Japan's respected national theater decided to do something a little bit crazy for them. <clears throat> so, um, it seems that they decided to, uh, uh, I guess combine their art with the popularity of Pico Tara and did their version of PPAP, but instead it's PNSP with traditional instruments and traditional performance. Uh, they, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just something you really have to listen to. All right. All right. Let, let, let's do this. Is it playing? Yes. I don't hear it. Hold on. As I said, it's something that you have to listen to yourself. Okay, I, th I, I, I thought that was pretty cool. 
You see, I like the traditional uh, Japanese music like this. Mm -hmm. I like uh, the way that the instruments sound. So I actually, um, this is what I listen to when I'm trying to relax and I can't get to sleep. Not this in particular, but the music itself. Um, So I thought it was actually pretty cool. But it's also just weird that this is what they're playing off of. Oh, oh yeah, and did you see that Pico Taro has a new single? No. Yeah, it, it's oh. called I Like OJ. I'm guessing Orange... a drink. Yeah, um. I like orange juice. Um. It's... Yeah, it's it's just as ridiculous. I think we should save that for another time and give it to Ichigo. You know she likes <laughs> that shit. You know, after hearing that, I could just picture her just sitting in in the Game of Thrones chair, just her legs crossed, holding a goblet full of wine and be like, I approve of this. And unfortunately, no calls on the Skype line, so I'm shutting that down. And Ari, go ahead and knock out the last one. Pikachu and Mario have been left out of the lineup of the official spokes characters for the Tokyo Olympics. Shame! Shame! Shame again! Shame! The organizers of the 2020 Olympics charmed the world last summer when Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe rose out of a pipe dressed like Mario at the closing ceremony for the Rio de Janeiro uh, iteration of the Games. With the Olympics coming to Tokyo in 2020, promoters wanted an instantly identifiable image of vibrant Japanese energy, a role that Nintendo, the Nintendo icon in many people's minds filled perfectly. Given what a... <clears throat> Given what a high-profile role the Kyoto-based video game developer played in the performance, some assumed that Nintendo would continue to be a major presence in the presentation for the 2020 Olympics. After all, Mario is so globally loved that his franchise is serving as a major motif for a massive expansion of the Universal Studios theme parks around the world. Plus, Nintendo is also a major shareholder in the Pokemon series, and by extension, adorable mascot Pikachu. So when word came that Tokyo Olympics organizers were going to create and selling a line of merchandise pieces, featuring famous characters from Japan, many assumed that the Harokoma Electric-type Pokemon would be on the team. However, the 2020 official online shop has just begun taking orders for items from the newly unveiled character design series, and it turns out not a single Nintendo character is involved. So we have Astro Boy, Sailor Moon, Shin-Chan, Monkey D. Luffy, and Naruto Uzumaki sharing the the front and center space. Um... Who's this orange cat guy? I, I don't um, recognize. That's Jibinyan from um, Yokai Watch. Yokai Watch. Yeah. Uh, Son Goku and uh, Para Pretty Cure Magical Girls. Maho Girls Pre Cure. Okay. <clears throat> all standing in front of a wall, Texas says, "Gone better than Nippon. Go for it, Japan." The country is now standing now standing rallying cry for international sports competitions. And here we see the hats and a couple t-shirts. But while a lack of recognition is no doubt vexing for Nintendo fans, it doesn't necessarily mean that Mario and Pikachu are being left out of the festivities entirely. 
At the moment, the character design series seems to be targeting Japanese shoppers, since with three-plus years until the Tokyo Games open, not too many foreign sports fans are in the mood to buy official gear and souvenirs just yet. This is why probably explains why Pretty Cure, Yokai Watch, Crayon Shin-Chan, Domestic Smash Hits would have had far more limited success overseas are still present and accounted for. There's still a chance that Nintendo characters will be showing up later in more internationally focused promotions. At the present, though, Mario and Pikachu's involvement with athletics looks like it'll have to be limited to hanging out at the sports bar and waiting until their services are called for. Hmm. Well, maybe, maybe in the future, you know, we'll see some, we'll see something, you know, who knows? I'd like to see it personally, but like I said, like, I have no control over it, so. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone in the world has their own opinions on who should and should, should not be in this lineup. Hmm. Like a crossover fighting game, you're never going to please everybody. Exactly. Okay. I, I think we're done here. We're going to go ahead and play our last tracks, wrap up, and get the hell up on out of here. How does that sound? Perfectly okay. fine. Alright. So, let me um put it here. So, we'll be back.
Well, despite the fact that we did run a little bit late, but that does happen when we talk about when we do conventions and so forth. I think this was a pretty good episode coming back from our break. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. Definitely. Well, I do, first of all, I do hope you like the new change in the music. Let me know what you think. I may tweak it, make it a little bit better. We'll see how things go. So, anywho, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. Then turn tell another friend and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, we're telling what we like and don't like. We're just telling you to be honest. So, yeah. Uh, check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post our links to our convention photos and videos, um, convention reviews, cosplay tutorials, anime reviews, and so much more. I believe we have a uh, cosplay tutorial coming up from the lovely Koi um, tomorrow. And also, drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com if you have any questions about the show. Feedback, good, positive... Let us know. Tell us what's on your mind. We're here to believe you. Um, don't forget, our show is available on various podcasting sites. You can find us on excuse me, uh, Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry Groove, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play. And don't forget, every week we post a review, our episode on the Vogue Network forums, and with a, with a summary, so... We want to hear from you on there as well, so if you can't find us on, on those other sites, definitely swing by the VOG Network forums. If you want to see some of our uh, convention footage and coverage, um, video coverage that is, check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TV, where we have uh, cosplay interviews, uh, voice actor interviews, panels, masquerades, all types of cool stuff. Definitely check that out. Also follow us on Twitter.com as well, Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session, where we will let, if you follow us there, we'll let you know when our show is going live, um, when stuff is being posted on our website, and other cool things you might want to take a look at. So definitely uh, swing by there. And then there's our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. And I'd just like to say to everybody that's on our page, that's like everything we put there, thank you so much for your love and support. As long as you continue to like the page, posts, videos, all that, we're going to give you more content. We want you to, if you're not able to go to that com, we want you to see what we've done and just enjoy it like as if you were there. And don't forget, there is more than just us on the VOG network. There are tons of other uh, geek-centric shows on there. Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, Geek Car, Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, and so much more. All right, we're going to go around the room. Last words. Last words, Mako-chan. I want to make cheese. Okay. I ain't stopping you. I just have to get the stuff to do it. Okay. Last words, Ari. Uh, It feels so good to be back, but... I need to get to bed because I'm starting to get fucking tired. <laughs> I hear that. Um, my last words is I'm getting pho for lunch tomorrow and I can't wait. Ooh, pho. Yep. I, it's either tofu, beef, or pork. 
and it's usually the, the 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 broth is beef, pork, or coconut curry. So I'm hoping they have the coconut curry. And actually had it with with sriracha, and it wasn't so bad. But anywho, that's it. End of list. We're getting out of here. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, I believe. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the others, but I will be talking about the Sailor Moon R movie because I'm going to go see it on Thursday. And I think I'm probably. If I can find a theater in my area, I'll go see it. Dude, you might have to drive down to Philly. I live right across the street from Philly. I'm like 20 minutes away from it. There you go. Finding someone to go with would be a problem, though. Well, maybe if you could time it, Mako-chan could drive down. Y'all two could roll out together. Not paying $15 for an hour movie. Okay. I'm going to out of support. Gee, where have I heard that before? If it was local, I wouldn't mind. But I have to drive at least an hour and a half and then pay $15. My support comes cheap. It only cost me $8 to see One Piece. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, that's it. We're getting out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night! Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. That wasn't so, so bad. Don't test me. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!